Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. My Bible is open to Joshua chapter number one. We're going to start reading at verse number one. I'm reading from a New King James Version. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this great, this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong. And very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. I want to talk to you from this subject. It's time to move forward. It's time to move forward. One of the things that... uh, we have to understand is this. There are times in our lives when we have been in a particular place, a particular season, a particular issue long enough. And it's time to move forward. Of course, today as we celebrate the graduates, you are moving forward, and I'm grateful for that. Don't get stuck at graduation. Throw your hat up in the air, put your tassel to the other side, but keep moving forward. The text today has to do with Joshua. Of course, this book is the first of the 12 historical books of the Old Testament. Um, It's right after the Pentateuch, and it's a picture of of the consistency of God in the face of changing circumstances. One of the things I want you to know, and I believe it's important to know, is that circumstances change, but God doesn't. I'm glad that he can be an anchor to hold me in the midst of all of the transition. 
But this book of Joshua also marks the end of one era and the beginning of another. And so let's look at a few things today um, in terms of how we can move forward. What do we need to do to move forward? Well, the first thing I would submit to you is this. Forget the past. I know you just graduated. I know you passed the test. Uh, I know you aced the test, beat the test, see the test. <laughs> but I know you got there. Thank God for that. When we look at this particular text, verse number two says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Isn't it interesting that here is God talking to Joshua about Moses, and it seems like he would be more ceremonial than this. He just said, Moses is dead. Now, like next. In other words, Joshua, I appreciate who Moses was. You know who he was, but let's move forward. You got to forget the past. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not pass Big Mo. Come on. Moses had it going on. We're not just talking about anybody. You know, he was the one who showed up at Pharaoh's door and said, God sent me to tell you, let my people go. Let, let, let me say it another way. God sent me to tell you to let your free labor, your entire labor force go. God told me to tell you, let them go. And so, so Pharaoh, you know, of course, he had a little issue with that. And Moses had a stick ministry. He called it the rod. And it was amazing, man. He'd do amazing things with that rod. It's amazing what something becomes when it's submitted to God. He submitted that rod to God and God used it. It wasn't just the rod of Moses. It was the rod of God. God began to use it. Please understand that Moses, like I say, he had it going on. He was the author of what we call the Pentateuch, the first five books of this Old Testament. In fact, they're called the book of Moses. It's called the law of Moses. Moses was the one who went up on the mountain and came back down. And what he came back down with was not just tablets, but tablets that God wrote on. A personally inscribed letter from God. He would show up when they were wandering through the wilderness after his time with God and his face glowed with the glory. And all God said to Joshua is, Moses is dead. Now you go. In other words, Joshua, I know you had an up-close and personal relationship with Moses. You saw him in living color, in technicolor. And what I want you to do is understand that that's over now. So you got to forget the past. You got to forget the past. My question to you today is this, what is God knocking on your door and saying for you to forget? Could it be some things that we begin to rely on in a previous season? And then we're trying to bring it into a new season of our lives. Moses' name means to draw out. Joshua's name means to save. Listen to this. Everything that serves to rescue you from captivity is not equipped to take you to destiny. 
And a lot of times, we are really trying to use old tools to get to new places. Not, not that anything was wrong. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I'm so glad that we don't have to stop at the gas station anymore to buy a map. Some of y'all are old enough to know, oh, don't sit in here like you're that young. You know what I'm talking about. You now don't even, the young people are like, what is a map? What are you talking about? You just simply put it in the navigation. Ask Google. And you get there. And so there are some things that are old. And and listen, I'm not talking about old people. I'm not talking about that. But it's some old stuff that we need to forget. Philippians 3, the famous passage, verse 13 in the New Living Translation says, Now, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what is ahead. I know some of you still talking about, you know, I played football when I was in high school. And you've been out of high school And uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I used to be able to dunk a basketball. Now you dunk dunking donuts. But uh, anyway, I digress. I digress. But so, so what I'm getting at is this. Everybody say, forget the past. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. He said, Joshua, in order for you to move forward, don't just forget the past, but listen to this. You've got to face the present. Face the present. He said, Moses is dead, verse 2. This is the present. I need you to arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Face the present. Now, now, when he says, I need you to arise, I need you to stand up. I need you to get up. I need you to come to fruition. I need you to get yourself together. Look at somebody and say, stand up. Tell them, get up. Now, notice he says, and go over. Posture yourself for transition. Don't just get up, but I need you to posture yourself so that you can move forward. You're in a new phase of your life right now. Go and get to the place where you're agile. And you can move with God. I thought about this uh, um, when he says you need to go over, get yourself in a place where you can, where you can get up. I, anybody ever sat in an old couch? You know what I'm talking about? And it's, it's lost its springs. Oh, yeah, some of y'all. You see, it was memory foam before memory foam was invented. And, you, and, you, and then you tried to get up. It wasn't just, you, you couldn't get yourself up right away. You had to posture yourself. You had to scoot forward, and then you had to get to, oh, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I know some of you all only have Henry Dawn and Ethan Allen, but some of us had, 
excuse me, particle board. Particle board. Particle board. <laughs> and so, 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 so you didn't know what it was going to do. And so you had to get yourself up. But what I'm getting at, you had to posture yourself, get in a position for the transition. Why are you doing it? He says, you're getting ready to go over the Jordan. The Jordan, when you look at it, is the play, it's, it's the descender. The Jordan River is the lowest depression on earth. And he says, this is what I need you to understand. You need to go over your low place. Get up and get on over this low place. The enemy will lay you down and bring you a smoothie as long as you don't move. He'll let you just wallow. Now, hear me, hear me. I don't want my counselors, as I said earlier, don't don't want my counselors to get upset with me. I don't want to act as if I'm not hurt. I do recognize that there are are real chemical imbalances that will cause clinical depression. They will cause depression, and it's real. I get that. I understand that. I'm not trying to belittle that or be dismissive of that. However, I do also know there is a devil. And what he will do, he'll begin to feed into your ear all the negativity as to why you can't move, why you need to stay there, why everything is so bad. Nobody likes you. And all that stuff. And so what I'm getting at in terms of facing the present, you need to face the present. We need to face the present in faith. Face it in faith and say, wait just a minute. God is for me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? What I want to encourage you to do, instead of being a listening party to the enemy, Take off the mute button and go ahead and tell the mountain where it needs to go. You've been telling everybody else where it needs to go. The scripture says God is not just a help, but he's a very, a very present help. And so I'm facing my present in faith. Come on, let's do some faith talking. Say greater is he. Who's in me than he that is in the world. I have hope because I have a future. I have a future because I have a God. And he does not not lie. He does not change. And he never leaves me. God is for me. In fact, anybody working against me. As I'm doing the will of God, it's working against God. And child, they better watch out. Better watch out. So face the present, but face it in faith. Face it with confidence in God. Get out of that place. I love it. Uh, uh, Isaiah 60 and 1 from the Amplified Version says it like this. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. 
Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with glory, with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. Now, where you're going is not just for you. He said, I want you to take you and this people. You and this people. You, so the blessing is not just for you. What you're trying to achieve is not just for you. Just like where you are right now, you didn't get there by yourself. You're standing where you are because somebody helped you. And so what we're saying is you have to recognize there are other people that are depending upon you to face your present in the midst of whatever obstacle you see because they're watching you to see, are they going to crumble? Are they going to make it? Are they going to keep going? Are they going to cower and quit? Come on, say, there's no quitting me. I don't play nine-inning baseball games. I play till I win. Amen. Amen. So, first thing. We have to forget the past. We have to face the present. Here's the last thing. Here's the last thing because I know the graduates got to go to school. Here it is. Fight for the promise. Now, notice I didn't say fight for the future. Fight for the, for the promise. When you look at Joshua 1 and verse number three, he says, every place. Every, God is talking to Joshua. And he says, Josh, listen to me. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I've given you. As I said to Moses, then he began to delineate the boundaries as to where that was. He says, now understand, if, let me, let me, let me Johnsonize it. Wherever you have the guts to go, I'll give you. Every place. Where are the places that God wants your feet to tread? See, we bypass that word tread, but tread is a more forceful activity than walking. It's a militaristic term that speaks of marching and trampling. Every place, sounds like Genesis, have dominion and subdue it. Every place. Ooh, I feel my fight coming back. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon. Now, Help me, scholars. Help me, people of this high intelligentsia. When we say, when he says, I have given, is that present tense? When he says, I have given, what tense is that? That's past tense. Wait a minute. God is saying, I'm talking to you about something that I've already done. I'm talking to you 
about a promise that I've already made. I'm talking to you about something that I've already made a decision. You don't even have to pray about this one. I'm, I, I, all I need you, I ain't say pray about it. I say go get it. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread. In other words, if you're willing to war, I'll make sure you win. There it is. If you do it, if you're willing to war for it, I'll make sure you win. Wait, wait, wait. This is the part I don't understand. I don't get this. It seems like it would be very simple, very easy for God to just simply give it to him. Because he says, I've already given. So why doesn't he just give it to him? Well, I submit to you this. If he gave it to them, they would know, you would know, we would know what God could do. But we would not know what we could do. So in the process of your fighting, you're going to discover who you are. You don't know the capacity that God has put on the inside of you for achievement. You don't know how you are. I'm talking to some giants in this room. You just don't know it. I'm talking to some people who are overcomers. I'm talking to some millionaires in this room. You just don't know it yet. I'm talking to some people whose homes are flooded with peace. I'm talking to some wise people in this room. You just don't know it yet. And he says, every place. I'm talking to some CEOs, some entrepreneurs, some educators. I'm talking to some answers for the next generation. I'm talking to people who've got solutions to the very problems that we're facing. That's who I'm talking to today. I'm talking to some people who know their God and will be strong and do exploits. He says, every place that the sole of your feet will tread, I've given you. I need you to discover you. I need you to discover what it is that I put on the inside of you. You are looking at everybody else living. It's time for you to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. And so I, I just tell you this, it's, it's just simply going to, he said, you just need two things to fight, strength and courage. Because he told them, be strong and be courageous. You just need strength and you need courage. All you need to do is have some strength and courage. And, and when we look at their strength, it just simply means Strength to harden, it means to take hold of. It's not just physical strength, it's moral strength. I need you to have some strength. And then courage, I need you to be stout and bold, have some boldness about you. In other words, have some do-it-scared mindset. I'm going to do it anyway, even though I feel scared, afraid. And so... I, I. I, I need to illustrate this. Kelvin, uh, c- come here for a minute. Uh, uh, Art, help me again here. Help me, help me. So, 
Stand right there, sir, just right there. Because uh, we got to do fight for the promise. Fight for the promise. Now, face him, please. Uh, back in the day, from the places that I came, the place that I came from, some of y'all may recognize this. People used to fight. Some folk just fought just, just because it was Friday. I don't know, you know. They, just, they were just going to fight. And one thing they would do is they would draw a line. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, listen to me. Let me give this disclaimer. I'm not saying that I'm condoning violence in the natural. But you got to be violent in the spirit. And so, they would draw the line and then he would say, I Oh, y'all went to that same neighborhood. Uh, I knew it. I knew it would come out. I dare you to cross that line. I dare you. In fact, they would say if you're from Birmingham, I double dog dare you to cross that line. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And so what's going on now is calculations. He's calculating, can I take it? Do I hit him high? Do I hit him low? Can, and so he's looking also, he's evaluating his own size, and he's looking at it, the person in front of him said, well, he might be a little bit bigger than me. But this is the thing that he may not be aware of. Come here. Come here. Come come. Yeah, yeah, come here. Come here. Yeah, come here. This is the thing. So, stop right there. He's the enemy. There's the line. The enemy's saying, double dog dare you. And God is saying, cross the line. <laughs> now, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. At this point, he doesn't know. And so he's still kind of hesitant. He can mouth it and say, you know how it is. <laughs> but, but, but he still doesn't know what's going on. Then all of a sudden, he felt his help coming on. And what happens is strength and courage begin to show up in his life. And he began to not just cross the line because right now there's an enemy that's possessing the stuff that God promised you. And he says, what I need you to do, every place that the sole of your feet will trample upon, 
militarily. I need you from a militaristic standpoint. And then his help begins to every place, move him out of the place, move him out of the place, move him out of the place. Thank you, sirs. Oh, y'all can let him go now. Y'all can let him go. I don't want to have a beat down in the baptismal pool. So, so, so listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. What line are you afraid to cross? Where has the enemy put up no trespassing? Oh, he's a liar and a deceiver too. And I dare you to go ahead and cross the line into entertainment and arts into business, into education, into the arenas that, uh, where people say no Christian should go there. Go ahead and cross the line into the medical field. Go ahead and cross the line and not just accept the status quo, but begin to say, wait a minute, I got some answers on the inside of me that I need to give birth to. I'm crossing the line. Why? I'm fighting for my promise. I'm fighting for my promise. So I can't stay stagnant. I've got to move forward. And I know to move forward, I've got to forget the past. I've got to face the present in faith. And then I've got to fight for the promise. Let's give God a praise. Yes! We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.